Welcome to the Alive Active Shooter Survival Training Program, where the experts break down active shooter incidents to discuss and assess each event to help you stay alive. This is your host, security expert and creator of the Alive Active Shooter Survival Training Program, Michael Julian. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of the Alive Active Shooter Survival Training Program. I'm your host, Michael Julian. Uh, we're going to do kind of a short podcast today, but I wanted to cover some things uh, that have been in the news recently that are, frankly, a little bit alarming to me. Uh, there, currently, there's two, the two biggest teachers unions in the country uh, are, I wouldn't say waging a war, but they're being very outspoken about the fact that they believe that active shooter survival uh, drills should not, should no longer be given or 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 done in schools in this country. Um, I have some pretty strong opinions about that, which I'm, of course, ha always happy to share. The reason for this is um, some backlash that has been happening lately from some of these trainings. Um, unfortunately, um, there are some people out there uh, that have chosen to take a rather extreme approach to training in schools uh, el everywhere, but schools is what's really brought it to the to the national stage as far as how it can be detrimental. Um, we've heard, you know, in for some time now, but most recently, this in just in the last twelve months, several incidences where there have been some pretty severe uh, issues that have arisen from these trainings and. You know, trainings in general, uh, for the most part, obviously are not only good, but necessary. But what's happened is some of these companies are are doing doing these live simulations. Uh, but the bad part is they're not letting people know they're coming. So in one school in Central California, the um, principal had, I, I think it was the janitor, put on a mask and walked down the halls of, a I think it was an elementary or K through 12 I'm not sure, uh, school pretending to be an active shooter. And of course it created mass panic. There was kids injured, you know, climbing over each other to get to safety and so forth. It's been happening in office buildings. People have uh, had heart attacks. The, the neighboring business didn't know it was a drill. So they called the cops. And of course they weren't thrilled about showing up and finding out it was a drill. So there's now been lawsuits against companies that, that uh, put on this type of training. And so it's it's unfortunately created some some issues that now the teachers unions have decided that they want to just eliminate active shooter drills. And you know, if we don't get this training out to people, if they don't know, if they're not educated on what to do in this situation, they're going to be stuck doing what what we talk about on every podcast and in every training, probably doing nothing or the wrong thing. Now. You know, I the analogy I use as far as these uh, trainings in schools is when it comes to to active shooter training and not you know running down the hall with a fake gun and screaming and and pretending this is a, a an actual situation. Um, it's kind of like you wouldn't throw a Molotov cocktail into the middle of an auditorium and say, "Okay, it's time for a fire drill." Uh, you, and, and in my trainings, I always say I would never throw a baseball at your face before I taught you how to catch it. Unfortunately, because some of these trainings have been, have been 
put on and for whatever reason they decided that scaring people to death would be a good idea and you know essentially even creating some PTSD in some people or even children probably more likely kids are going to be much more adversely affected by this kind of sudden unexpected trauma when it's just completely unnecessary so you know I used to say when it comes to active shooter training uh, especially in talking about my competition, which, you know, I never denigrate or put down because I used to say all training is good training. Well, I, I've revised that saying in that uh, if you don't use the Alive program, most trainings are better than nothing. However, it is counterproductive. Uh, we're finding that the kind of training where somebody jump, runs into the room acting like an active shooter can be very detrimental. I was actually... I go to active shooter trainings all the time for other companies and the government and so forth that, that they put on just to see what they're doing. Cause if they have something that I believe is, uh, would be beneficial to the alive program and make it more complete and help people more than I want to know about it. I also love the fact that when I go into some of these trainings, I, I witness the fact that there are some, there are still some deficits in training or, or errors or weaknesses uh, which is the reason I created my own program. I was in one, uh, I can't recall, I think it was at, uh, it was actually at a law enforcement training facility that was put on by the county. And not long into the training, somebody came through the back door popping off a cap gun. And I sat there when everybody else hit the ground and I sat there because I knew exactly what was happening. Nobody ever would have gotten onto this facility with a real gun and enacted an active shooter incident. So I knew it was a, a simulation. I sat there and thought to myself, God, this is, you know, this really isn't necessary um, since we, you know, they haven't taken the whole class through a complete training first. Everyone's going to be scared and probably freak out a little bit if this ever happens. We don't need to, that doesn't need to be proven and illustrated so that we know it's going to happen. We know it's going to happen. The reason for this training is to, to um, lessen that amount of fear and uh, paralysis uh, and chaos by knowing what to do. So unfortunately, the teachers unions have taken a stance stating that they believe that um, active shooter training in schools should be eliminated, which frankly is just ridiculous. Uh, we cannot, and, and they should know better. Now, if they want to take the stance that active shooter training in schools refined to, you know, teaching people, teaching children and students what to do and how to do it and to follow your, you know, your teacher's uh, instruction, that's great. I think, I think it's brilliant. But to say that all active shooter training should be eliminated from schools is frankly just irresponsible. So I've been seeing press releases and, and news articles and stuff. I get alerts every single day and how they believe that this stuff should just be eliminated altogether is beyond me. So I just don't, I don't understand it. Um, so I would urge everybody, especially t uh, parents to talk to your um, talk to the schools that your kids go to and say, listen, this is not a bad thing. Let's just make sure it's done the right way. And there are courses out there um, that would not do this sort of thing. I'm guessing that it's probably that that sort of scare tactic will be eliminated altogether simply if for no other reason, because of the liability that these um, companies are now facing because of lawsuits and injuries and, and that sort of thing. So,
Um, I would urge everybody to be vocal about this. Talk to the schools that your kids go to and say, we don't want to eliminate them. Let's just make sure they're done the right way. Because let's face it, you know, if you, if you do this and, and somebody locks up and, and goes into panic mode uh, because they don't know what to do, because they were not yet taught what to do when this happens, it is going to, it is going to put a, this, this reference, this, this time in their mind when, and this is what PTSD, if this ever did actually happen, even if they were trained afterwards, they may go back to that, that place where they shut down and they, they freaked out and they were so frightened for their life instead of reacting rationally, because we talk about don't react emotionally, react rationally. Uh, they may go to that, ra- that, that emotional spot and lock down instead of the rational place in their mind where they go, okay, I know what to do. Uh, I know, I know how to survive. I'm going to, you know, assess what's going on. I'm going to leave if I can. I'm going to impede the killer's ability to get to me. If I can, I have no choice. I'm going to commit violence against them. And then when I believe it's safe, uh, if I can, I will expose my position very carefully. That's what a life stands for. So I just wanted to kind of make sure that everybody understood and put some thought into uh, this, this thing that's going on in the schools. Uh, we, we can't eliminate active shooter drills we have to do them responsibly. Again, uh, you know, do we eliminate fire drills? No, we don't because we don't carry them out in a way where, like I said, we set the building on fire and say, okay, now what are you going to do? We teach them what to do and then we walk them through at 50%, 75%, maybe 80, 90, even 100% speed. Okay, this is what you're going to, you're going to do. This is how you do it properly. This is the mindset you need to have. So uh, I wanted to touch on that. I think it's important um, to address, and I hope that schools are smart enough to realize that eliminating active shooter drills in schools is not the right approach. It's not the right course of action. We just need to do it the right way. So um, one of my, the the biggest active shooter company, because they're the oldest uh, in the country, is Alice. And, And unfortunately, they've caught a lot of heat because some of their trainers have chosen this route. And uh, I'm, I'm guessing that that is probably going to be a policy within their organization now that that will no longer be uh, acceptable training methods. Um, again, I said this is going to be a short one, so I just wanted to touch on that. Now, for any security and investigations professionals out there, if you're interested, the 37th Annual International Intelligence Network, also known as IntelliNet, annual conference will be March 30th through April 2nd in Las Vegas. Uh, I will be presenting the Alive program there. I've been a member of that organization. It's a really good organization um, based and, and focused on the intelligence community from you know government, uh, law, law enforcement, and military intelligence guys. So if you can make that, that will be a really great conference to go to. Uh, I was recently, and this is, podcast is not about me, but I'm going to mention a couple of things. I was recently interviewed on a podcast called My Favorite Detective Stories with John Hoda. And that was a really good, it was an, an audio podcast. There's no video, but it was a really good podcast that I was, I was really pleased with. And, and it talks a lot about the Alive program. So if you're interested in that at all, um, just Google My Favorite Detective Stories with John Hoda and that podcast will come up. Uh, on a personal note, I do want to share something that I'm incredibly proud of. And uh, I 
probably shouldn't use this time to do it, but uh, the next generation of a live active shooter training um, will be, frankly, it will be run by my son, who's a, a Marine security guard at Washington, D.C., and he recently had uh, an incredible honor of um, of uh, meeting a an actual survival uh, survivor of the Battle of Iwo Jima, and he actually got the um, he got the uh, the Medal of Honor, and uh, his name was Woody Williams. So if you can see that, that was really really cool. Uh, my son was on duty in D.C. and and Mr. Williams was there, so my son posted that. That was just so freaking cool. So I wanted to share that. Um, and um, other than that, uh, as far as the Alive program, our next Alive instructor certification course will be at our headquarters in Southern California um, on April 24th and 25th. You can go to the website to check that out, activeshootersurvivaltraining.com. Uh, go to the courses tab. You can also see, get the information on the the excuse me, the online training program with three courses, the 20 minute, one hour and three hour comprehensive course. And then you can also get any kind of information you want on um, actually scheduling an in-person training by myself or one of our Alive instructors. And if you are a social media person, please like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram and go to the YouTube channel. There's all the podcasts and a lot of other really cool videos about the program are on there. So uh, again, I'm, I'm going to wrap it up. It's just a short one, but I wanted to touch on this, this issue that I'm very concerned about seeing what happens as far as active shooter drills in schools. We got to make sure that those are not stopped. We just, we want to make sure that they are done properly. We cannot, we cannot allow our children to not be educated and untrained and drilled uh, regularly on what to do in case this sort of ha thing happens because we look historically and have seen so many um, horrific events at schools. It is, uh, it is absolutely a, no pun intended, but it's a target-rich environment for this type of, of evil to perpetuate. So... Uh, thank you again for joining us on the Alive Active Shooter Survival Training Podcast. We appreciate your patronage. You can get a hold of us anytime and go to the website at activeshootersurvivaltraining.com. Until next time, have a great day.